0: Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you this Wednesday morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. We're grateful for God's grace and the privilege to come today and share with you a message from God's Word. Now, today, take your Bible. We'll be we going to the book of Second Corinthians chapter 11, a message I preached recently at the church about the subtlety of Satan, and I trust that it will be a blessing and a help to you uh, as we study His Word today. Second Corinthians eleven, I'll begin reading in verse number one. Would to God you could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me, for I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility, so your minds should be corrupted from this simplicity that is in Christ. For if for he that cometh Preacheth another Jesus whom ye have not preached, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another Spirit which ye have not received, or another Gospel which ye have not accepted, you might well bear with him. Now jump over to verse 13. For such are false apostles Deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. what Josh, would you say for us, please? We're preaching tonight, basically from verse number three and four. I want to talk tonight about the subtility of Satan. The subtility of Satan. Now, turn with me to Genesis chapter three. Look at verse number one through five. Now, the serpent was more subtle. Remember the word we found there in 2 Corinthians 11. The subtility. talks about uh, his subtility. Here it is, we see it again. The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden'?" We see in these verses uh there's the word beguile back in our text, verse number three of Chapter Corinthians eleven. The word beguile means to seduce holy. And then there's the word uh corrupted, verse number three, it means to defile. And uh the subtility uh in verse number three has the idea of trickery, of cunning, of craftiness? Does that not describe Satan? How subtle, how cunning, how trickery. Uh, Paul said, Beware the wiles of the devil. We're not ignorant of his devices. But in Genesis 3, I want you to notice this. First, I'm talking about the subtility of Satan. We we'll see his subtility in doubt. Verse number one. Yea, hath God said. Are you sure that's what God said? Uh, I, 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 are you sure? He said, yea, hath God said. So, he's putting a doubt in the mind of Eve. And that's the way He'll work on you and I. He'll not come around with just some uh, outright uh, sinful something, but He will cause us to doubt. If God really loved you, you wouldn't be facing what you're facing. If God really loved you, you wouldn't be out of a job. Uh You wouldn't be sick too much. Uh, Oh, there's the doubt. Yea, hath God said. And then, look at verse number four. Here we see the Nile. The serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. You see, he got his foot in the door with a doubt. And keep that in mind. He got his foot in the door by causing her to doubt. Yea, you see, he could not have said what he said in verse 4 that he got her to doubt him. So here is doubt. Then there's denial. He said, ye shall not surely die. He just flat out denied what God had said. Now you see the procedure. You see the process. And then there's the word delusion. Look at verse number 5. For God doth know how... How God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So here there's doubting, and then there's the denial, and then there's the book. God knows that you'll be like God, you'll be as smart as He is, and you, uh, all of these things, he, he deluded, He deceived them. Friend, let me tell you, he is a master at deception. Hey, he's been in business over 6,000 years. He knows what he's doing. He is a master at causing you to doubt. Many of God's children, I believe, have really been born again. And Satan causes them to doubt your salvation. Well, you didn't act like so-and-so acted. Uh, you didn't say the words that so-and-so said. That's what it's all about. It's between you and God. And if you are sincere and mean business, God will save you. God saved you that night. So he's a master at deception, the doubting. And and then flat right out the night, God didn't say that. He said, uh, ye shall not surely die. Well, we know the results of that. Genesis 5 is the obituary column of the Bible. So and so was born, but yet sons and daughters, and he died, he died, and he died, right on down, and he died, and he died, and he died right on down, all the way down. Methuselah, the oldest man to ever lived, and he died. And so here we see the subtility of Satan. He was very subtle. He was very tricky. He was very cunning. He was very crafty in coming at ease. And we know the result. We are today experiencing the result of what happened in the Garden of Eden. And we're going to continue to experience the result of that till Jesus comes. So tonight, from First Corinthians 11, and tying in with those verses, I want to try to share with you tonight for a few minutes uh, this, on this thought: the subtlety, the trickery, the cunningness, the craftiness of Satan. Now, look at verse number four instead of verse three. He talks about uh, how. Subtle of the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility, through his craftiness, trickiness, uh, and and so on. But verse 4 says, For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus. Now, here is the subtility of Satan. He has those in this hour that are preaching another Jesus. They are preaching a false savior. In verse four, said they come preaching another. They don't deny Jesus. It's just another Jesus. That's not the Jesus of this Bible. Ah, uh, the Jesus that many are preaching in this hour is one that's human, but it's not divine. They they will acknowledge the. Human nature, they will admit that uh, there was one born in Bethlehem of Judea, and his name was called Jesus. But they'll admit and accept the humanity of Jesus, but they reject the divinity of Jesus. They reject the fact that he was God robed in flesh. In John chapter 1, come with me that if you will right quick. John chapter 1. I'm not going to be turning a lot, but I just wanted to point this out. Remember now, they preached another Jesus, a false Savior, one that's human but not divine. Let's we'll get you by verse number one of John one. In the beginning was the word. Now, now notice the word there. It has a capital W. That's not the ord. that's not an ordinary word but what i understand is it speaks of divinity in the beginning was the word and the word was with God get this now and the word was god same word capital w the what the bible says in verse number 14 and the word capital w The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld His glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. Yes, they will admit to a human being named Jesus, but they will deny the uh, the Saviorhood and they will deny that He was God robed in flesh, the Bible says that God was manifest in the flesh. He left that world, the world of glory and worship, and came into this world It preached another Jesus. I want to tell you, friend, the Jesus of this Bible is God robed in and any preacher that preaches another Jesus is a false prophet. So here I'm talking about the subtility. You see how crafty he is? He does not deny the existence of Jesus and just preach another Jesus one that's human but not divine. And then they'll preach one that is dead but not alive. They will admit that a uh, Jesus died. Do you remember sometime back on a Wednesday night, we looked at the different cults and tried to give you just a brief history of the different cults that uh, we are aware of and uh, that are prevalent in the land of day. And those cults will admit and accept uh, the death of Jesus but they will not accept uh, the visible bodily resurrection of Jesus. But I want to tell you, he's alive. First Corinthians 15, verses 5 through 8, you'll find Jesus praying, And he was seen. And he was seen. And he was seen above 500 brethren at one time. Then Paul said he was seen of me as one born out of due season. Thank God he's alive. Yes, he died, but he got up on the third day. Well, we've run out of time for the message today. Thank you for being tuned in. We'll pick up here tomorrow. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.